Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is Weedy Italian News, a weekly podcast about Italy. Today is Thursday, January 26, 2023. In the first nine months of 2022, more than 1.66 million Italian men and women voluntarily left their jobs. The number is up 22% from the same period in 2021, when it was 1.36 million. In Italy, among the causes of termination of employment, resignations constitute, after the end of fixed-term contracts, the highest share. Firms in which job well-being and quality of work are developed are a minority. They are the same in terms of size, 10 to 250 employees, and organization models, where productivity is high, the highest in Europe, actually. However, about 95% of the Italian enterprise base is occupied by micro-enterprises below 10 employees. They are, by size class, the lowest productivity enterprises in the country and among the lowest in Europe. More resignations are registered among women. The increase in the number of Italian workers resigning is fueled first and foremost by the exit of the most qualified professionals, computer scientists, engineers, doctors, architects, chemists, surveyors, as well as skilled workers and appraisers. They are trying to seize the opportunities that the employment recovery can offer to those who want to change jobs for those technical and specialized profiles that Italian companies are struggling to find. The motivations lie in the search for better economic conditions and, especially among young people with digital skills, the focus is on achieving greater balance and personal well-being. Among young Italians, the value placed on work is probably changing. Now, let's talk about the economy. The first news is that in Italy, the climate of uncertainty about the economy is not stopping the growth of consumer credit. There was 18.9% growth in loan demand in 2022, with overall application volumes returning to pre-pandemic levels. It is true that loans are going up, but demand for mortgages to purchase a home, on the other hand, has dropped almost 25% in one year due to rising interest rates. For personal loans, the issue is different and two factors are impacting. On the one hand, the enormous economic support provided by the Italian government for upgrading our homes to make them more sustainable and environmentally friendly. And on the other hand, the fact that some Italians have come out of the pandemic with more money in their current accounts because they have spent very little for two years. It almost seems counterintuitive, just in the face of an extraordinary increase in liquidity, the demand for money has grown. It is a typical Italian dynamic. When we have money, we borrow it because we feel more comfortable and confident that we will be able to pay it back. We are cautious, and this is also shown in the average amount of loans, 8,106 euros, down 3.9% of the previous year. More than half of the loans are for very low amounts, less than 5,000 euros. One of the most frequent reasons for applying for these loans is for energy efficiency assets. Four years ago, few would have taken out a loan to install a photovoltaic panel. Now, between state-guaranteed bonuses and high energy costs, it turns out to be a good investment. However, although some Italians spent less during the pandemic, if we look at things from a more general point of view, lately the run of inflation and the resulting loss of purchasing power by households is eroding the figures on Italian bank accounts. In the past three months, Italian savings left in the the bank have shrunk by 18 billion euros, minus 1.5%, and after years of uninterrupted growth, the the trend has reversed. 
almost half of monthly spending goes to household utilities and other household related expenditures. These costs were at 35% in 2019, but are now, in 2022, at 45%. Moving from microeconomy to macroeconomy, the Bank of Italy said that it has revised up its based on forecast for Italian GDP growth this year to 0.6%. That compares to the growth rate of 0.4% forecast for this year in December and 0.3% in October. The central bank said that it estimates that Italy's GDP rose by 3.9% 3, 3 in 2022. It said it expects the economy to grow by 1.2% in 2024. It added, however, that Italy would have negative growth of almost 1% in 2023 in the adverse scenario in which Russia cut off energy supplies. <clears throat> in a few weeks, the ways in which Italians can seek separation when their marriages are in crisis will change. At the end of February, a reform on family law will go into effect, covering separation, divorces, custody and children. The goal is to, to shorten the time for separations in Italy from the current three years to about eight months. The time will be significantly shortened already in the offices of lawyers who will have to collect all the elements to request a, separa a separation. When the judge has received appeals from both parties, he or she will have to convene the separation hearing within three months, saving a great deal of money and time for couples and for the Italian justice system, which is clogged with hearings that often take years to reach a ruling. The big news is that in these three months the judge will already be able, be able to issue protective orders because the reform aims to protect children even more. In fact, one of the most important papers to be included in the documents is the filing of a parenting plan that covers the children's daily activities related to schools and any extracurricular activities or, of attending relatives and the vacation plan. The reform also provides that divorce petition can be included within the separation case, thus reducing it to one case instead of two. Another new feature is that children will always have to be heard, of course, in protected situations. 2022 was a record year for organ, tissue and stem cell donations in Italy, according to a new report presented by the National Transplant Center in Rome. For the first time, organ donations in Italy exceeded the 1800s in one year, with a significant increase also in transplants, 3,887, the second best result ever. The report confirmed a growing trend in organ donation already seen in 2021, returning to pre-COVID levels and in many cases recording the highest numbers ever registered by the national transplant system. Italy now ranks in second place in Europe for organ donation after Spain and together with France. The report shows that organ donation in Italy last year grew by plus 3.7% with Tuscany as the region recording the highest donation rate plus 49.3%. The year of Bergamo and Brescia's capitals of Italian culture began with a beautiful inauguration in the presence of President of the Republic Sergio Mattarella. This is the first time that two cities shared this honor and the decision was made at the height of the pandemic when the two Lombard cities were among the hardest hit by Covid. But this is not just a compensation. Bergamo and Brescia can guarantee an extraordinary cultural offering which will be shown throughout 2023 thanks to a project that will launch a new image of a possible and future urban space that is innovative, sustainable and inclusive and capable of unifying knowledge, best practices and cultural heritage. The whole program for this year can be found in English at 
bergamobrescia2023.it slash ian once again uh, www.bergamobrescia2023.it slash en and I personally invite all of you who are watching this video or listening to this audio to visit Bergamo and Brescia. You will discover many wonderful things about this extraordinary area of Northern Italy. But now let's talk about Southern Italy instead because there are three stories about Southern Italy that allow me to end this episode today with some good news as I always try to do. The first one also touches the North. Seven worst and six Italian street artists are competing for the world's most beautiful murals. They are part of the ranking of 100 worst collected by the Street Art Cities platform in 92 cities in 30 countries to elect by an, on an online app vote the best mural, mural work created in 2022. Murals from Adria in Veneto, Cefalù in Palermo in Sicily, Mantua in Lombardy, San Pietro Magisano in Calabria, Taranto in Puglia and Uras in Sardinia are listed in this ranking. And talking about Sardinia, the second good news is about a small town called Perdas de Fogu, that in Sardinia means Firestones, in the Ogliastra province. This small village has twice entered the Guinness Book of Records for the highest number of centenarians and the longest living family on the planet, and the reason for long life are now being investigated. The goal of the project, which is being developed through a series of interviews and testimonies is to highlight the physical and mental health of centenarians because in this case those who have passed the century mark or are approaching it very often continue to perform the same acts of the past from working in the countryside, countryside to working in the kitchen of course in addition to examining lifestyles healthy eating and time spent in the countryside in the fresh air the study will focus on psychological aspects Perdas de Fogu, which has eight centenarians out of 1740 residents, is preparing to celebrate Big O's on January 28th. Mrs. Maria will turn 103, while on March 12th, her brother Antonio, who is the oldest in the village, will be 105. The third, third and final good news is about Italian cities with the most sunshine, where Sicily dominates. The city with the most hours of sunshine was Siracusa, with 346.83 hours, which precedes Catania, which 346.78. They are both followed with 344 by 52 hours by the cities on either side of the strait between Sicily and Calabria, with Messina preceding Reggio Calabria, only by virtue of the methodology that in equal hours of sunshine gives precedence to the most populous city. In fifth place, the first northern city in the ranking, on the other hand, is Genoa in Liguria. In the next positions to complete the top 10 are Cagliari in Sardinia, Taranto in Puglia, Giuliano in Campania and Palermo again in Sicily, while for the ninth position we go back to northern Italy with Bolzano in Trentino Alto Adige. The ranking was compiled by extracting the average number of hours of sunshine per month in each city for the years um, from 2009 to 2021, available on the World Weather Online website. The bottom five sees Udine and Trieste in Friuli Venezia Giulia, Bologna and Forlì in Emilia Romagna, and Aosta closes the ranking as the Italian city less kissed by the sun. In the capital of Val d'Aosta, the average monthly sunshine hours are only 248, 98 hours less than the Queen Siracusa. Well, uh, it's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe and take care. My name is Umberto Mucci. 
I'll see you next Thursday. This was with Italia News. For now, ciao from Rome.